0: highlighting all the local and national stories which impact you. Isn't it amazing that the issues we had in the 60s with people killing us, now we're killing us, and we're not saying anything about it? Had white people come through Milwaukee and started killing black people, the world would have stopped on its axis because so many people would have shown up to defend the neighborhood. But yet crime is literally out of control, and we're talking about it? It's an issue? What is your plan? What's the secret?
1: Bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics.
0: Milwaukee, like many other major cities in the United States, has some issues that we have to work on, and that's no secret. And I've been talking about those issues over the course of my campaign for mayor. You're joking, right? Talking about it? Where's the plan? We keep talking about plans and talking about strategies. Where is the plan? What are we doing?
1: Frank, candid, and straight to the point. This is The Truth of the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth and
0: The Truth app. It's decimating the black community. Yeah, because y'all don't eat right. So when you get sick because you don't eat right because you're overweight and nobody tells you because we don't want to hurt anybody's feelings because we live in a world now where if you hurt somebody's feelings, you might get arrested. It's ridiculous. Idiotic. If you know you're not supposed to have certain things because you have diabetes, don't eat it. Oh, but it tastes so good. Okay. Okay. Tell that to your children and your grandchildren who won't see you because you decided to eat. Doesn't make any sense to me.
1: Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio in Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris.
2: Welcome back. This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on the new 101.7 The Truth, live from American Family Insurance Studio at Radio City. I am Jason Fields filling in for the great Dr. Ken Harris, who is on assignment. 101.7 The Truth is moving. We are moving to the avenue right in the heart of downtown Milwaukee. Follow our progress all summer long as we embark on a journey to our new home. The avenue is vibrant, exciting, and you'll be able to come by and watch us. 101.7 101.7 The Truth moved to the avenue is sponsored by Coakley Brothers and Brothers Interiors, the official moving and furniture provider of GKB Milwaukee. So we have just finished a great dialogue with Dr. Christina Outlay, the executive director, uh, UW-Whitewater college professor, uh, executive director of MATEM, talking and discussing how do we get more children of color into the technology Industries, career fields, science, technology, engineering, math, etc. Now, this second half, and I want to make sure you all call into the truth line at 833-212-1017. Download the 1017, the truth app in the Apple Store and Google Play Store. Today is election day. Who did you vote for? Why? Uh, what are you expecting? Granted, it's still kind of early. It's just the primary. But wanted to just get a sense from you all one, if you did go and vote and if you did vote, if you're comfortable, who did you vote for? Uh, and if you're not long winded, I'd be curious as to why. And, and and what do you what do you see? We have the if I'm correct, the Republican National Committee, RNC coming to Milwaukee. So y'all gonna have some Republicans get a chance to break bread with some of them, you know, if, if you so choose. So I'd be curious to how many of y'all are going to attend that. But who did you vote for? because I'm curious as to where we are. Are we tired of politics? Are we are we excited? Are we nervous? It's been a lot of information going on. It seems like we never get tired uh, or it never ends. And that's literally true for me because I was in it for so long. But you had a lieutenant governor's race. You had a U.S. Senate race. Uh, this is the primary. So many of you probably voted uh either straight Republican or straight Democrat. Some of you may have as a Democrat may have voted for Republicans. Apparently there's a strategy going on that uh and I know they're doing this across the country that uh voting for some super Trumpish kind of conservatives because the strategy is that you know in the general uh the that individual would lose. And so trying to get a sense as to where you all are at in the community. Um, what's the what's the pulse before the polls close? Do you plan to vote? I'd be curious as to that. Um, and if not, why? You know, when we talk about voting and I've listened to a lot of this, we have to really I think do a better job of really understanding this process. And the reason why I say that is because I think many times we we fall victim to the hype. We fall victim to People coming and saying, well, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And it sounds good. But then when they don't do it, the community and people get upset. Well, you shouldn't have believed them in the first place. I mean, do the math. If I come to you and say, I'm going to do such and such, and I'm talking as if it's guaranteed, that should be the first sign. Uh, Because in the state assembly it's what? 130 some non-folk. That means every time you make a decision, you got to have a good number of people on your side. And given the fact it's ninety nine assembly districts, that mean you got different people with a lot of different opinions on things, how things should be done. And so what is what will it take for us, I think, to really start looking at how do we move our city forward? What do people want to hear when we have people vying for our vote? Like, what do you really want to hear? I used to get upset because I would I would hear Folks, particularly in our community, when I was here in Milwaukee, a bunch of people saying, well, we need jobs. And I knew for a fact that wasn't true. We didn't need jobs. What we needed was like Dr. Christina Outley said, we needed people to be in those positions that are already open. And so when you start looking at that, that's where the focus should be. But if I say, well, we just need jobs and you think that's great. Well, quite honestly, I'm not really. Uh, You know, I'm not really saying anything, Uh, but we fall victim to a lot of that um, because no one has taught us. I think how to evaluate effective leadership, not not, you know, showtime leadership, not, you know, hype and fashion, but real effective leadership, meaning when you're applying for a job. What have you done to show that you're capable of doing it? And then how can you quantify that? How can you measure it? Because at the end of the day, you know, and I think this is where we have to be as a community. Anybody can say anything. Right. I mean, anybody can come up here, promise you the world. And quite honestly, a good majority of people will believe it if you sound good. And so we have to get past this point of just following folks because they sound good. You know, if I came to you and said, "Hey, uh 3,000 jobs for the city of Milwaukee." Y'all going to be like, "Yeah, those of you who, you know, won't do your homework and really start questioning, well, how is he going to pull that off?" <laughs> you know? And so we, we got to stop looking at that. And then when you have things that are hitting your community, and maybe I'll touch on this a little bit. I saw an article Today in Milwaukee Business Journal, and I want to pose it. It said that Milwaukee is the number one place for buying fixer uppers. Milwaukee is the number one place to buy fixer uppers, meaning, you know, if you want to buy a fixer upper home, then Milwaukee is the spot. Number one. Now, on the surface, that sounds good, DZ. But what's the what's the moral of the story? What's the what's the underlying question? <laughs>
3: who gonna buy the houses? Right. Right. Were you gonna answer, DC? I don't have an answer because it's not as easy to buy a house as they really make it seem. <laughs> you know what I mean? So <laughs> it sounds lovely. <laughs> it sounds
2: lovely. Milwaukee is a great place to buy thick summer. Yeah, but who are you talking to? <laughs> you know, oh. Uh, we 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 in the top places for one of the places of poverty. So who are you talking to? Who gonna buy these houses? And then on top of it, I don't know if anybody ever looked, but when you look at trying to buy a house, when you, have you looked at the, how much it costs to fix them houses up? So you know, when you say that stuff, let's evaluate. Um, you know, let's evaluate, and maybe DZ. This $5,000, you know, will be a good down payment on the house for some of you all. Let's give away some money, DZ. One call, that's all. One call, that's all is right. Now's your chance to be entered to win our one call, that's all 5K giveaway. $5,000. You heard me. That's $5,000. You can be caller number seven. Seven is a seven is a holy number seven. Be calling number seven right now and be entered to win five thousand dollars. Remember, if you or a loved one has been injured in an accident, call Gruber Law Offices now. One call—that's all. Be calling number seven and win this money from the one call. That's five K giveaway. For official contest rules, visit 1017 truth Call now for a chance to enter to win $5,000. Call us now at
1: 833-212-1017. You are listening to The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.
2: Welcome back. This is the truth in the afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on the new 1017 The truth live from American Family Insurance Studio at Radio City. I am your filling host, Jason Fields, in for the great Dr. Ken, who is on assignment. Congratulations, Terry. You are a 5K qualifier. I think tomorrow you get a chance to be entered into the 5K drawing tomorrow. So congratulations, Terry, and thank you for being noted. So Election Day is today. Get out and vote. As soon as the polls close, be sure to tune in to 101.7 The Truth for our Decision Wisconsin election night coverage starting at 8 p.m. I can guarantee you that's going to be exciting. Sherwin Hughes and 620 WTMJ's John McCure will keep you up to date on the results. And we will have field reporters live from the candidates election night headquarters. Again, that is 101.7 The Truth and WTMJ Decision Wisconsin election night coverage tonight starting at 8 p.m. I will be going home watching that like I always do, because I actually find that stuff kind of exciting. Welcome back. And we have been discussing the first hour, my good friend, sister, Dr. Christina Outlay, how we get more children of color into the technology industry sector, science, technology, engineering and math. And then we transition this hour to, you know, since it's Election Day, if you haven't voted, if you are going to vote, what are you looking for? You know, who did you vote for and what are we doing as a community to make sure that we consistently evolve and level up? Right. Meaning uh, Tasha and I, we went to go vote. I want to say today at around 10, uh, maybe 10 o'clock. And we were number 297, I believe. Um that's pretty decent for 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 10 a.m. I mean, that's that's pretty good for where you know what for what I'm used to. And so and when you go over there, you can see that those folks who were voting, you know, of all cre all all creeds, races, cultures really do participate. And they have a level of expectation as to what they want to see. And so I'm wondering do we have that same vigor do we have that same huspa you know i think that's that's a word or a phrase and one of the things that i talked about was when we look at things we're looking for what do you want people to s- what do you want to hear what do you what do you want to see from individuals who are asking you to vote because from my point of view i have to look at a lot of these things from a holistic point of view and what i'm trying to get us to do Is understand that the world and our views and number one, understand where you're at, meaning there may be a building with 78 floors. If you're on the first floor, you can see certain things. But if you are a person on the 78th floor, you can see a lot more. And so what I'm trying to get us to do, and this is why you will see me bring certain people on our on the on the show. You will see the kind of discussions because I want us to start looking at stuff from the 78th floor. I, you know, we got everybody named Mama shouting from the first floor. You know, that's fine for first floor stuff. <laughs> but, you know, the, the game DZ can be seen a lot better on the 78th floor. Because you seeing a lot more stuff. <laughs> Let's take, for example, I was reading this article and Milwaukee is the top U.S. city for buying fixer upper homes. Expert says it's a report that the report says Milwaukee is the top U.S. city for buying fixer uppers on the surface. That sounds great. And this is what the article says. Buying a house that needs work can be a more attainable path to home ownership for some buyers that is true for some buyers on the flip side of that then we have to look at okay well who's buying or who will be buying these homes who has the wherewithal and the knowledge to understand this that it's an investment what's the process to make this investment and who as DZ said, who got the money, who in our community will have the money to buy some of these homes. I'm not saying we need to take a negative approach to this stuff. I don't think we should. What I am saying that if, if I was your leaders or mayors who, who have whatever, what have you, maybe some programs or a strategy on how to get, People investment properties outside of some of the major corporations and wealthier people who are going to be buying all these places and not live in these neighborhoods. Maybe there should be some kind of system in place. I was saying this to Kyle and another individual uh, in the studio earlier today talking about this article and I'm not trying to be offensive, you all, but as a person who's lived in Milwaukee, Madison has done work in business from politics to education to you name it. There, I can tell you that in Madison, if an article like this popped up, a lot of those folks, the community leaders, elected officials, they would look at this article and go, that's great, but um, we need to make sure that regular common Joes, are being in a position to get these houses or we're going to make sure that we don't just give the farm away to everybody who has a million some dollars because odds are they probably don't live in that city. I'm not saying that they're not doing that here. Um, I will say that there was an article that just came up not too recently that I was texted last night uh, about the city being sued for, you know, Corralling people in poverty into certain areas in the city of Milwaukee now. There's a flip side to all of that stuff What I want you all to start to think about is what's the game plan you hear you? You hear me say that every time I'm I'm on the show. What's the game plan? What's the strategy? Because if you don't have one if you're not at the table, you are probably on the menu So I want you all to call into the truth line at eight three three two one two one zero one seven Who did you vote for? What are you trying to hear? You know, what's what's the game plan for you? What are you paying attention to? Abortions were hot was a hot topic. I said last week, I don't or last time I was saying I don't know if that's I don't know if that's a a major winner for black folk. I, 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 you know, black folks tend to be we we tend to be a little bit more conservative than people give us credit for. And whether that's credit or not, I'm I'm just saying I think you, you don't lump all black people in a box. You know, we are we are not a monolithic group of individuals. And so you really need to talk to us. Some of us like to hear what's your goal and strategy on producing entrepreneurs? What's your goal and strategy on reducing crime? And if you're looking at the if you're looking from the 78th floor and I'm going to go into this a little bit, when you're looking from a higher view, you tend to see how all these things correlate. Now, we all know on the surface how they correlate. We all know that if you don't get a good education, odds are, you you know, prison, jail, death, crime. Right. Odds are. We also know if you don't build up wealth. Buying homes or learning financial literacy, the, the odds of you learning how to build wealth. Yeah, that's going to suffer. We also know that if you don't have elected officials in place who understand things, odds are your community won't get better. If you don't have leaders who know what they're doing, odds are your community or your neighborhood won't get better. So from a first floor point of view, we understand that. But when you on that 78th floor, you start to see intricately, How these things play a part and so we really gotta start looking from a 78th floor point of view DZ we got someone on the call and text line Lisa what you got from stem and voting Um, well first and
4: foremost I don't vote Um, so uh, that's one reason why I don't I don't put in Lisa, why you don't in. vote?
5: <laughs>
2: and you said it's strong.
4: <laughs> yeah, because, um, you know, we all are we Christians and everything. If you look at, pay attention Jesus, not one time voted. I don't have anything to do with the world. I'm just here, you know. But um, that's why i vote. Then people say I have nothing. Since I don't vote, I don't have a voice. So don't make me a difference. I still want to talk. I want to talk to you. Alright, so, listen up. So, So, um, but the, I wanted to talk more about the kids. I'm, I'm trying to talk about the voting. Mm-hmm. You guys vote, you put your trust in that man and all that. That's a you problem. When you fail you, do think about it. You ain't got nothing to argue about. When you fail you, what you're going to do, you shouldn't be crying and getting upset or anything. That's a you problem. You did it, you put them in office, be happy about the outcome that you see. That's all I got to say about that. As far as the children, we need our children here in Milwaukee. One thing Milwaukee doesn't have, and what I told them, you, look, there's there's nothing here in Milwaukee. First of all, nothing here as in real related jobs and, and tech and all of that. That's there's nothing here. We got to go. Look, nobody's in the Harley Davidson and cheeseheads. That's so far gone and dead. That that doesn't exist anymore. You now can get jobs flying drones. You know how much money you get paid flying drones? Yeah. You know, all the, I, yeah, I, they, see, they if they don't know, we need to take our kids out of Milwaukee. It's grown people that have never left Milwaukee. Can you believe that? It's adults that have never, they have to leave to go see what's out there. It's more than just drugs, which they all see in Milwaukee, or cars, and they're, they're random. Look, baby, you want to live? Let's show you the world. Let's show you how to travel. Let's show you that you can take your mind and, and you can do anything that you want to do. But Lisa, see, shouldn't that be what
2: we're doing in Milwaukee? Though, I mean, should do we really gotta leave in order for people to start preaching that message?
4: Well, you know what? We can. We need to preach it here. Those that have been out. One thing I learned when I lived in Minnesota. One thing I learned: people went west, and after they stayed there twenty, twenty-five years, they came back. With Minneapolis, and, and Minneapolis is like a little California. Believe it or not. Oh, my God. It ain't yeah, no fact. No, no, no. Forget it. You can forget that. If you want to be entertained, you go to Minneapolis. They, they used to be Chicago. Now you can go to Minneapolis. You have everything there. We, our, our kids need to go and see the world. They need not well, just the United States. And I'll tell you one place they need to go and visit. we will baffle them. They need to go to California. Forget about the sunny weather. You will see all type of technology. You most definitely will see driving cars, by the, no, no people in it. You will see so much technology, it's like it will blow your mind. And they don't have that here. They, I mean, I can go to the supermarket and Walmart and push my buggy through the thing, and I walk, walk right out the door. They got robots coming to my hotel room. They got robots stacking a grocery store. They don't need people anymore. I laugh at these kids So you keep beating your weed and on your $1,000 cell phone, your job is obsolete, Claire. It's obsolete, it gone. It's gone. So then I try to talk to them. I look at him and say, okay, your job is gone. It's gone. The world's not gonna care about you. If you don't get out here and do what you can, it's just too much. You can sit at home and work now. You can sit at home. work. You can make up your own business. I see kids making tennis shoes out in the streets. You know, I made tennis shoes out of this and that. Oh my God. San Francisco, all the places you just walk and see these black children, black young people hustling and making it happen. We, there's Milwaukee. Man, I get the pressure driving up and down Capitol Drive, my, my area, five through twelve six. I wasn't raised like this. I wasn't raised garbage on twentieth and Capitol Drive. I'm like, oh my god, I wasn't raised like this. I'm not coming back here for this. So we have to make a change. I called the police in a house next door to me squatting. They got squatters there. Call them all the time. They have not. They came out once to board the house up, but they get back in. So I'm gonna go down to the police station and say, you know what? You want when something goes wrong, you come in my house and want my camera. But when I co- look for you guys, you want to take your time.
5: Hmm.
4: I have to have quiet enjoyment here, sweetheart. This is real estate. I want quiet enjoyment here. So what are you gonna do about our communities now? I look. I'm, I have my real estate license. I go out in the white community. You'll never know those houses. I boarded up. Why can't I board a house food like those? Hmm. Don't play me. I'm not stupid. I'm not dumb. So we got to get on, on, not only on our police, and I don't need nobody speaking for me, because I can speak my own self. When I get something done, it's going to be done.
2: I appreciate your done. energy, Lacey. I appreciate your energy. All right. Thank you for the call. And so You're welcome. Have a good day. DZ, after the break, I want to hear you comment on that, man, Um, because she had some good points. And so let's let's come back to that about, you know, do we need do we need to leave here in order for our for us to understand how to do it right? I guess that would be the title of this segment. Do we need to leave Milwaukee in order to figure out how to do this stuff right? This is the truth. We'll have more on a conversation on the other side. This is the Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on a new 101.7
1: The Truth. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 101.7 The Truth, The Truth app and 1017thetruth.com.
2: Welcome back. This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on the new 1017 The Truth. Live from the American Family Insurance Studio at Radio City, I am your host, Jason Fields, filling in for the great Dr. Ken Harris, who is on assignment. So, DZ, Lisa said we got to leave in order to figure out how to do this stuff right, man. Me man, and
3: you ain't left. Well, I, I, I visit. I, I wouldn't say I left. <laughs> See, the thing is, I'm a transplant mmm Milwaukee, I didn't per se grow up here, I've only been here my adult life, so the life I understood first, before coming to the city, is a, is a, of a different perspective, Really, I never really even spent time in Wisconsin like that, besides going to like, 7 Mile Fair, Prairie Outlets or something when I was younger, younger, like I didn't do Summerfest, come up here as a kid, we came to Milwaukee like twice as a jit. I ain't do none of that. You know, my, my, we went to Chicago as a, as a kid because we lived in Illinois. Mm-hmm. Living here for the time that I've lived here now, understanding the things that I understand about the city, the way the dynamic works, the technical still segregated pockets mm. for a lot of people, especially people like us, the feeling of needing to leave this city. In a vast capacity, not just going to you know Chicago or not just going to Minnesota, no you'd like go, hit the coast, one of them, go to a different country, even if it's just for a week, a month, like whatever you can do to give yourself a, a, an exterior worldly exposure outside of the city of Milwaukee, I think it's huge because the perspective that you get in the city is unlike many others. and And Black Milwaukee needs to experience black anywhere else before we can come back and and, and talk about what we got to do here. Because you can get jaded and misguided when you've never seen anything else and you're only surrounded by the problems you know. Oh, that's good. Uh, That's You
2: know what? that. I I think I understand Lisa's point, and I've heard it. And, you know, I I don't want to appear to be hypocritical, you know, to a certain degree, because I've had my own issues with my hometown. Um, I was looking at another article, and it said— Milwaukee moves up in tech talent ranking, but it's still among the worst. And that used to kill me when I would hear some of these rankings. They'd be like, the students here increased by 0.005%. <laughs> so basically, you didn't really do that. You're still in the same place, but you bragged about the increase. And it says that for tech talent pool, Metro Milwaukee struggled. CBRE found Milwaukee losing 4.1% of its 20 to 24-year-old population between 2015 and 2020, while the 25 to 39-year-old population grew by a dismal 3.5. Only four of the markets saw a worse number in that demographic, meaning you are losing your 20 to 24-year-old tech talent, which is a problem. Because your tech talent, not just your tech talent, but your tech talent, if you all understood this stuff the way I think Lisa was talking about it, the way DZ is talking about it, the way I'm talking about it, the future is a lot of your tech talent. And think about just the, the severity of having black folks create software and programs that. That weigh in on AI systems and programs that historically are biased against people of color. You all in the criminal justice system. I, I think most of us didn't even know that the criminal justice system was using software that would predict the likelihood of a repeat offender. That was the first time, quite kind of, honestly, I heard that. And I know that's something that needs to be continued to be talked about. And so when we look at this stuff, all these types of things you all, these are the kinds of things that I think when we take it to voting, people have to start talking about this stuff in detail, not just bullet points, because it's too easy to say stuff on the surface that sound good, And then when people get in office, nothing happens. We need to get to a point where as a community, we are moving to that 78th floor point of view because you see more. If you know that we're not producing enough people to create investors, to create innovation, entrepreneurship among young black boys, young black girls, if we're always focused on our problems, then where are we going? You know, I, I, I sometimes I struggle, I have reservations about how much negative stuff because I, I I tend to want to focus on solutions, but I do think that there are times where we have to have a come to Jesus, and you all will hear me say that because quite honestly, we, we're not moving forward. There's a certain segment of this city moving forward, but the people I know, you know, as a whole. We're not moving forward. And my fear and concern is that I'm around other places and cities. And I can tell you, and you've heard me say this before, other places are starting to get this stuff. Other places are starting to get this stuff. You know, from technology, I just introduced you to Dr. Christine Outlay. Uh, Tomorrow you'll hear uh, Reverend and attorney, Pastor David Hart, who's uh, at the Madison School District district. and the work that they're doing. And so we gotta be clear and consistently move from that first four point of view to that seventy eighth floor point of view. We'll have more conversations on the other side discussing, you know, who did you vote for? What do you want to see? Where are we going? We'll have more conversations on the other side. This is the truth in the afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on the new one oh one seven The Truth. Be right back.
1: More of The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 101.7 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr.
2: Ken Harris on the new 101.7 The Truth, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at Radio City. I am Jason Fields, your fill-in host for the great Dr. Ken, who is on assignment. Miss Sandra from Milwaukee. What you got, Miss Sandra?
6: Oh, hi. Hi. Hi, Jason. <laughs> hey, how, how are, are you? you? <laughs> good. How are you? Fine uh, am in DZ in the back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, Miss yes,
6: Sandra. Uh, Okay. Uh, I was just listening, and you were saying the fixer for houses and talking about the technology and stuff. And uh, I was just saying, because I know the lady called before, and she was saying that the people, uh, we need to uh, move and experience other uh, states and cities and stuff. Yep. Well, I, I, I've i been around, but I've been here all my life, and I'm 73. But I've been here all my life, but I've been around, but I really never really explored a lot of other places as far as, um, you know, like jobs and stuff like that, because I had a job here, because at the age I came in, we could uh, work at a place, and you could get some, uh, fringe benefits, you could get your um, retirement pension, and then you get your Social Security. And so I lucked up, because I came in, a, you know, a good era, but had I had to come up like now, it would be different because um, I have nieces and nephews that they did real well, and uh, they got their uh, degrees and stuff, and now they're all moving south. Um, number one, Houston. Um, mm-hmm. um, I'm trying to think, and I did see where Houston was opening up a high-tech uh, hub. I saw that. And then somewhere else they were doing some stuff, too, Um I don't know, was it robotics or something? I think they got building uh, self-driving cars over there somewhere in Michigan upper Michigan and stuff, and uh, somewhere in Virginia or something, they moved some more stuff from um, Chicago. Some businesses moved out of Chicago. So a lot of places that were there, they're moving too because even the ladies in San Francisco. A lot of places moving out of San Francisco because the rents are going up super high. uh, The rents in Florida are going up super high. It's like the rents are kind of like doubling.
2: Yeah, yeah.
6: Because people, yeah, because people are starting to, um, I guess it's getting more advanced and, like say, higher technology and more educated. Now, from what I understand, like, sometimes when they're going down there, the pay is not that great because I have a, a relative that went down there, came back and told me the pay was not that great. Yeah, Miss Sandra. So, uh,
2: thank you for giving us a call. Mm-hmm. Thank you for for chiming in. And it's funny, Miss Sandra says that we were just in Houston, and um, my um, my brother, my sister, and her brother in law they they are doing well. And so, I, I do think it depends mm-hmm. on what you have. Thanks for the call, Miss Sandra. Marty from Milwaukee. What you got, Marty? Good afternoon. Thank you very much for taking my call. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's
5: a great subject, uh, pretty complex, but uh, I think you're looking for an answer. And I would certainly say that the point about all the fixer-uppers in the city of Milwaukee, I think that goes to the point that a lot of us have been saying, including yourself, for 18 years, is that all the investment in the city of Milwaukee has been going downtown. I think this this uh, article and this uh, fact proves that. And uh, for 18 years, we have not been... Developing the neighborhoods. Each neighborhood has a development plan. Yep, It's sitting on a shelf somewhere downtown. Uh, none of them are being uh, implemented, none of them are being executed. All of the effort is being put downtown. And as we watch right now, the downtown area, District 21, that's the, the beautiful area downtown that we helped build, they're on a second plan. Now, we haven't done the other plans for the neighborhoods, but downtown is working on a second plan. Bayview is working on a second plan because they've so well executed the first plan from 2010 yet uh, center street and Titonia and 76th street and the North side, nothing is being executed whatsoever. And I went to a meeting not too long ago, Jason, and they, they indicated that the homes in Lindsay Heights, a mile from Pfizer forum. Yeah. They had a value of, an average value, an average value of $27,000. How can this be in the city of Milwaukee, where we have a, a complete, an entire neighborhood that has been so forgotten for 18 years, that the value of the homes is $27,000? It is, it is just appalling to me. And uh, you can, you can look, at the, look at the TIF districts in the city of Milwaukee. Every TIF district east of the freeway, you know, the nice freeway that goes downtown that separates them from us, (laughs) every TIF district east of the freeway has been successful. Complete uh, support from the neighborhood, complete support from Department of City Development, complete support from the Common Council, the mayor, everybody supports those TIF districts downtown. Let's look at some other TIF districts. Let's look at 20th and Brown. Let's look at 20th and Vine. Let's look at 32nd and Hampton. Let's look at Midtown. Let's look at Northridge. Those are all TIF districts. Those five that I just mentioned, there are other ones. Not a one of those has been successful. And they all, they all had plans. They all had uh, ideas. They all had a potential. But you know what you need? You need somebody else. You need uh, the whole city to get behind these TIF districts like we do downtown. People forget that. Who built the Riverwalk? That was the people of Milwaukee. It wasn't the downtown people. It was all the people of downtown. Who's building the convention center right now? It's all the people of Milwaukee County. It's not downtown people. And this goes on and on. All the beautiful places downtown. I love them. And they belong to all of us, as they should. But a lot of us aren't welcome down there. And you know what they're doing downtown right now? They're using tax money. What would be going to the public schools, going to the county, going to the city. Those tax monies are being diverted, and they are building a dog park downtown. Now, they're getting a dog park, and I just, I just went to Jackson Park on the, on the south side this past weekend for Puerto Rican days. It's a beautiful event until you walk into that godforsaken park. And you have a pool in there that's a a multi-million dollar, uh, you know, piece of of pool. It's a little tongue-tied. And it's empty. It's got weed growing out of it. Wow. It is so sad. I I almost cried. I almost cried when I walked past that pool. At one time, those county parks were were the jewel of our city. They have been forsaken because we put all of our money and all of our efforts downtown. And it's fine to be a great downtown, but the promise for all 20 years, and I went to every meeting almost, for 20 years, they promised that the money from downtown would flow like honey to the rest of the
2: city. And it didn't. Does anybody see that happening? Marty, man, I want to thank you you for for calling in. Oh, no, I I wanted you to just go because I think you were saying some good stuff. And so, um, thank you, Marty. Um, You know, I think... You know, you all we we have a lot of this stuff that we've talked about and I, I'm I'll end on this story, you know, and I and I, I got to be careful sometimes of this stuff. So I got a call maybe two weeks ago. I, I don't want to say names, but I'm going to just say he was a mayor in one of the Wisconsin cities and he's not the mayor anymore. And he, he calls me and he says, Jason, um, I was approached by Microsoft because they wanted to turn and walk into some kind of example or city and he says um i can't even get a meeting with people and i'm sitting here and i'm looking and i'm like are you kidding me i said he said he said microsoft jason microsoft wanted to come in and make the city of milwaukee an example in tech and I'm sitting there and you all, I, I, you all, if you knew the kinds of conversations and stuff, I, you'd understand why I'd be frustrated a little bit because I'm sitting here going how on God's green earth is Microsoft coming to our hometown talking about, they want to use our city as a hub and help. And yet there's nothing that comes out of that. So I'm going to leave that with you all because what floor are we on? If we are on the first floor, it's time for us to get to the 78th floor. The view is much bigger and then we'll know where we need to be going. You all have been listening to The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on the new 101.7 The Truth, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at Radio City. I'm great to be and humbled to be your host, filling host, Jason Fields, for the great Dr. Ken, who is on assignment. See you tomorrow. you